people, uh, as we come out of this pandemic, people are going to want to come together. But we also have to think about for the future of commercial, what are the use ships going to be? Welcome to the Invest Local podcast, where we uncover the brilliance of local businesses that are slugging it out, serving their customers and giving back to their own communities. Check us out at vicinitycapital.com and give us a follow on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Also, we are not making any investment recommendations, nor are we providing any sort of investment advice. Now on with the show. Welcome, folks, to the Invest Local Podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm McDonald, and joining me today from Huntsville, Alabama, is local real estate developer Garrett Coyne. Garrett's been in several different developments there in Huntsville um, and has a background uh, that ranges from marketing to government and uh, now, obviously, to real estate. So excited to have you on the show, Garrett. Um, love to hear about your background. Thank you. And, Thank you. Yeah. Um, jump into the uh, the real estate scene there in Huntsville. A little bit of background. Yeah. I mean, uh Really exciting things happening here in Huntsville. We are one of the most prosperous cities in the country. <laughs> and, and the data backs that up. Um, there's a lot of growth happening here and excitement. So uh, it's uh, it, my community is really what I'm super passionate about. You mentioned that I have a few different uh, background fields and uh, one of those being marketing. I was that was kind of my first uh, endeavor, and I still do that, lots of consulting. Um, what I believe in is creating um, a community, helping contribute to our community's growth and success overall. So I'm very selective in those uh, clients and groups that, that I work with, but it's a lot of fun um, to make sure we get the right people elected, make sure businesses are prospering, able to hire more people, it grows our whole economy. So that is something um, that I was doing for a couple of years, and then I've uh, gotten into real estate pretty heavily, which is uh, exciting, and it's a great time to be in real estate. Uh, we feel very confident here in Huntsville on, on the investments me and my partners are making. Very cool. How did you go from marketing and, and <laughs> politics in, uh, yeah. into, into real estate? You know, I've always kind of had this inclination of wanting to do real estate. I actually... Um, while I was in college, sat down for a interview uh, promoting the school and yes, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I, and I was, uh, it was like real estate developer. So I've always really liked real estate. It's a lot of fun. Me and my partner, Beth, we were um, starting, we're starting a nonprofit, uh, a youth workforce development uh, agency geared at empowering youth to lead self-sufficient lives by using the hospitality industry. So we were We've been developing the program since about June of 2019, and uh, it got to the point where we're like, okay, where are we going to house this organization? And so we kind of needed to buy a place, and then we bought the, the building there for the nonprofit, and then it just kind of grew from there, from there. Now we have uh, several different holding companies and um, have really kind of gone after it. So it's been kind of a fast ride, but it's been a lot of fun. Um, and that's kind of how it pivoted, that we needed to find a home for the nonprofit. What actually happened is we, we started with um, one property on the block and we purchased more to make it larger. And so we, we will hopefully be announcing that project here in the next couple of months, um, working through with the architects right now on finalizing plans and things of that nature. But that's, that's, how, that's how it happened. Very um, cool. It's arisen from a need, but um, always built off of a passion. Yeah, very cool. So if you're looking at a deal, a specific deal for you, what, what are you looking for going into a specific investment? You know, it's, it's exciting. We, uh, we are building the plane while we're flying in it. And so uh, 
we, I got to get a feeling, you know, we have a strategy, obviously it's not all based on feeling. So locally we have a strategy. We really, really know our area. Um, we know our zip codes. We know our community, like the back of our hands. And it's not for real estate that we know our community. It's because I am so passionate about our community that I know it. And it just lends itself to being helpful in real estate and other ventures as well. So it's important to know, um, what is happening in different parts of your community and things of that nature and deciding what strategy are you going to implement and then also leveraging state uh, and federal tax laws to kind of help uh, direct that strategy so most of our strategy is based on location within the city so there's some there's very few parts of the city that we wouldn't purchase real estate in i would say there's probably none if it gets uh, too too far out there when I say city, I mean region, right? Um, Huntsville, Madison County, all of that area. So if it gets too far out there, we probably won't do it because um, I'm not going to drive back and forth. So we have a very strategized deal. Um, we are looking at specific communities um, within Huntsville. We like West Huntsville. We look at employment centers and things of that nature. So we like value add, which I um, oftentimes, uh, you know, might get me into trouble because value add means you have to do the construction work. Um, and so we look at the future growth. We look at, uh, what can we rent it for? We look at the price per square foot. You know, if you're a new investor and you're just getting into there and you, let's say you want to flip a house, just get onto your, uh, your Zillow, go to sold, read the price per square foot prices, look at the condition of the property, see what they're looking like. And then look at the condition of yours and what it will it cost me to get it to that condition. And then is there any money to be made? So, or if you're a long-term investor, you know, the buy and hold method, um, do the same thing, but also make sure you can pull out a good bit of your cash out of the deal post value add. So all those things are exciting, but we look at the areas mostly. So to someone out there that's, that's wondering what they need to really arm themselves with, it's read the newspaper, look at, look at what's happening in your community. Our community has a really, really amazing math system. Huge credit to Hunts, the city of Huntsville, our GIS team and the planning department, all of that that's put together this map. It has every single, if anyone's out there listening in another community, go to maps.huntsvilleal.gov. It's really, really amazing. You can pull up the floodplains, the property ownership, the um, stormwater management system plans. You can uh, pull the deed right from there from our county. So you can also then bounce back to plats and find out if there's restrictions. It's all in one place, you know, so that's important. So know your area, but those are the key things we're looking for in a deal is our parts of, our parts of the city. Very cool. Yeah. No, it is. I think um, obviously with, with us, locale matters so much. You know, yeah. our, our goal is to facilitate local investment from local investors with local businesses. And so um, part of what lends yourself to being able to do that is is knowing your area well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, you're going to be the most confident in an investment that you understand and that you can wrap your head around. And the For best sure. way to do that, like you said, is to is to know know your area that you're investing area, into. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. No, it is it is funny that the area can speak more than than the actual asset in a lot of mm -hmm. cases. So with the current real estate boom, like you said, they're specifically in Huntsville or, you know, maybe in, in Alabama, the broader mm -hmm. Alabama area. What do you feel like the biggest opportunities are, whether in, you know, commercial or residential real estate? So um, I love a value add project. If you can find a commercial project, and, I, and I've talked a little bit about more of your residential here, if you can find a commercial project 
that has good bones. People, uh, as we come out of this pandemic, people are going to want to come together. But we also have to think about for the future of commercial, what are the use shifts going to be in office space? I think that we're going to still see people still want to go to work. I still feel confident in office space, but really confident in creating that um, mixed use factor and that lifestyle factor those intrinsic values of the project. One project here locally that does that really well is uh, Mid-City um, is doing that extremely well off of Highway 72 at, on the whole uh, Madison Square Mall uh, property. Um, Stovehouse does that really, really well. And, and, and another example that really redeveloped um, in a, in a great way is Campus 805 at the Old Stone Middle School. Really fun projects. Um, if anyone hasn't heard of them, look, look them up. Um, really neat reuses. So how can we think about how people are going to want to be together in a space and then create that space? And that might be, you might be able to find a property that is, uh, that's being undervalued because of that. Because the past use might not serve its purpose anymore, but you, you can you can kind of create it into something really special. We actually were one of the first cities, I think the first city in the country to perform a music audit. So um, mm. we hired Sound Diplomacy to come in. Um, it wasn't cheap to do a music audit to look at our music scene in the community. Um, what Mayor Battle and the, and, the, and the leadership understood was that music drives people and people mm. drives economic development. So how can we make it our community more attractive for a boss to move 200 jobs from Silicon Valley to here. Well, if they've got a lot of artsy uh, music people, lovers, you know, investing in our music makes sense. Another thing, not only is it a recruitment tool, but it's an immediate economic development tool to help our local businesses. We don't need to be having people drive to Atlanta, Nashville to go to concerts. One, we need to keep our community's dollars, tax dollars in our community. But number two, we want it all. We want them to come to our bars and breweries and restaurants, hotels, Airbnbs, you name it. People come here for it. So the $45 million amphitheater that we are building is, a, is an amazing investment. It pays for itself. And it was a lot of fun to work on that project. We call it the multiplier effect where every dollar that's spent into a local business uh -huh. is multiplied because then that local business, you know, they, yeah. they pay local taxes, they mm -hmm. employ local, um, local folks, and they actually volunteer and donate two to four times as much as a corporate peer. So any dollars yeah. that we can keep circulating in our local economy me is just amplified the effect of exactly. it from an economic development standpoint is is huge and so um no i love that you know with every opportunity or every set of opportunities comes risks obviously so yeah you know with that boom you know a lot of folks want to jump in they want to they want to get involved they want to get you know a piece of the action um or they just want to support their local economy and be a part of mm -hmm. it um you know which is a, a, again a large part of what vicinity is trying to help enable but Absolutely. but there's risk with that so what are some of the biggest risks that you think come along with this kind of real estate boom that we're seeing well you know the risk in getting in um, is that with all real estate the property is becoming devalued um, and you lose your tenant your renter if we're talking about a long-term rent deal or you just you find an incident in a single-family home or something of that nature i think that your biggest risks come from your community so what could happen around you so maybe you bought a property and you're zoned next to something that's zoned industrial 
and someone comes in and builds something and then you're you're completely conflicted. I don't think if that mm. has anything to do with our, our our current boom, but you know, right now in single family business and in, in my community, um, you, homes are get rented right away. But big risks based on our boom. Um, you know, prices could level off. Your city could, you know, I'm I'm big on communities investing in a good community. Um, invest in a, a strong economy um, somewhere that embraces free enterprise fiscal responsibility from the city standpoint they have a good in, industry and recruitment and things now if, you, if you're flipping if you're selling there's there's higher risk activities um, for for a smaller operator right um, you could you could put all your money in one flip and then you lose all the money because there was termite this that and the other. Um, flipping is a little bit more risky than long term renting and owning because you're turning the product right. Um, there's lots of also tax implications that you know we're we're working on a few flips right now, but there's there's some tax implications that make it less advantageous. But you can turn the money quickly um, and and move on to the next project. It's worth it in some regards. So watch out on your activities, right? So. And, and what you're kind of doing, don't get over leveraged on, on your properties. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been super helpful, Garrett. I guess the, the last thing that I would, I would ask any, um, if somebody's kind of starting from scratch and they're coming yeah. in new to this, um, what are, you know, some tips or resources that you would, that you would tell, um, you know, new investors to, to check out, um, when they're, when they're just getting into real estate? You know, um, get to know the people in your community, get to know the leaders and look at kind of what's shifting in your community. It's all things in business, right? So I'm going to perceive some sort of market shift, market change. How can I capitalize on it? Um, and it's it's the same thing that you can do with a service or product as well. Um, and, and take a step back um, and see what you see kind of shifting in your neighborhoods. And, you know, most people start out with single family, multifamily deals then move their way up um, into larger commercial deals. We've got about 100,000 square feet of commercial space right now that's being developed. So, uh, which I don't, I, I, I'm passionate about the single family. Like it's fun. I love the design process of redoing the homes. And um, so I didn't touch too much on the commercial side of things, but um, just just kind of know your community, find some good team members. I expect everything to take, take twice as long. All of those awful things, right? You pay 20% more for the renovation. It took twice as long. The appraisal is, 20% less than you wanted it to be. Um, stay on top of your bankers, your insurance agents. There's a lot of like management. I've, I've been surprised. I think, you know, you're in the customer service business too with your tenants and your banker, your lawyer, your, your insurance broker, all of those things. Find these people and take care of them. So if you've tried to whittle your lawyer down and because you're doing high volumes of business, what incentive do they have to go above and beyond for you? I mean, it's obviously business, but let's let's think about the intrinsic values of making impact through business, looking at um, how we can take care of our people that help us succeed. So, so just take care of your people. They're going to bring you deals. You're going to bring them deals. If you're, when your friends are getting mortgages, tell them to go to your banker. All of those things, just take care of your people and they'll take care of you. That's really important. And then look at how we can have impact through investment. We look at that through our commercial space. How can we make sure that we are creating accessible housing and accessible even rates for commercial frontage spaces for someone who might be starting a business? So we 
want to help the, the, the up and coming entrepreneur with their business. And so we're trying to create those types of opportunities through um, certain leasing prices um, that are really important. So just take care of your people, take care of your community and they'll take care of you. So just get started and just feel it out. The biggest thing for me is it was something that we say a lot, which is just start small. You're never going to have it all figured out. You're never going to understand it all um, yeah. right out of the gate. So, you for know, sure. surround yourself with the right people, the right team, uh, you know, folks like you said that, that, that trust you, that you trust mm -hmm. them, you know, your community, uh, learn about yeah. your community, find, you know, figure out where the strengths and weaknesses are, what's growing, what's shrinking, what's shifting. Yeah. Um, and then, and then just get started. Um, and, yeah. and you'll learn as you go. So I think, I think all of that is, is really great insight. So, um, For well, sure. awesome. Thank you, Garrett. Appreciate you coming on the show and, and, um, appreciate all the insight. Great. Thank you. And there you have it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Invest Local Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review and feel free to follow us on any of our social media platforms. And don't forget to tune in next week for more local stories.